is Rhea Carmona, and this is Was That Good For You, a podcast all about sex and relationships. We cover everything from kinks to long-distance dating and everything in between. Today's topic is foreplay, and today's guest is... Hi, I'm Nikki Limo, and I love foreplay. <laughs> Who doesn't, really? <laughs> I didn't used to, actually, which I'll, I will get into, but oh. yeah, it was, a really alert, it was a learning curve for me. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited to get into that. <laughs> Before we jump in, today's word of the day is, well, this is the first time I'm actually having two word of the days, Ooh. because they go together. The words are taint and gooch, Ooh. which everybody pretty much knows. It's the area for women or men, men between the balls and and the butthole, women between the vagina and the butthole. But an interesting thing that I found, I don't know if it's real and scientific, but according to Urban Dictionary, <laughs> I never knew this, the taint is what you call it for the girl, and the gooch oh, is what you call it for the boy. I did not know that. Me either. I thought that you could just use them interchangeably. Yeah, I really thought that they, actually, I thought they were only for the guys. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've heard them for both, but I've never heard one specifically used for male or female. Huh. And yeah. I saw that, and I was like, it kind of makes sense. Taint f- feels a little more feminine. Yeah. It's like, well, and tainted love. Right. You know, the women, yes. like, totally tainted that and love. And gooch, I think of, like, Gucci like gang. Like Gucci. Yeah, some, like, <laughs> dude in sunglasses exactly. and a shiny suit. So that makes sense. <laughs> okay. He's yeah. calling it the gooch. I love it. <laughs> it makes sense in my brain now. Everything's everything's happening. Everything's there. happening. And it's also, it's, a, it's it ended up, my word of the day almost never actually has to do with the, the, subject. the subject at all. I just kind of, like, let it be a random thing. Um, but it kind of makes sense for this one. Yeah. How did you pick up? Um, I was actually at work, and I was like, I need a word of the day. And then I think one of my coworkers was like, gooch, as a joke. And then another girl who I work with, shout out Danielle, was like, did you know (laughs) that they are their masculine and feminine versions? And I didn't know that. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. Um, And then it kind of worked out because then I was thinking about it and I was like, the taint slash gooch, it can be a wildly underrated area yeah. during foreplay. Oh my god. Let's definitely talk about that too. Yeah, we can jump right into that. Oh, actually. Yeah? Let's okay. jump right into the taint. So we, <laughs> if a word of the day happens, what happens? Do we do we do something? We do nothing. Okay. It's more of just like so like, you know, go so out you get use, to learn your, it? use the word of the day. Okay, I'll definitely like, use it. So not my husband's taint. Okay. His gooch. His gooch. He is a man. <laughs> yeah. A self-identified. Um so I uh, recently, I was recently being within the past two years, which mm-hmm. is like, I'd say like right before we got married, maybe like a couple months before we got married, uh-huh. I decided to up the blowjob factor by like pushing that area. Yeah. Because I had read that in a magazine like way back in high school. Yes. And I never really tried it with any boyfriends because I was too like nervous and we mm-hmm. didn't really do a lot of foreplay like I mentioned before. Right. So... I remembered that like suddenly out of nowhere and I was like I'm gonna try that you know we were like four years into the relationship okay. at that point so I was like you know let's switch things up around yeah, here throwing and a trick. it immediately like he he gets hard yeah right but it like went up like two notches really? in hardness yeah it makes it super hard wow. when you do the little trick and so like I, because I didn't want him to freak out, right. I would um, cup the balls, right. right? And then, like, these two fingers in the back would just, like... I like that. Just kind of, like, while I'm massaging, like, just kind of press it a yeah. little bit. And he was like, holy shit, what are you doing differently? <laughs> he didn't know what I did differently, and I never told him, so I don't know if he's listening right now, but... Now he knows. Yeah. That is the only thing I changed, and he's like, how are you so good at this now? And wow. he's like, we well, were always good at it, but, like... 
this is like crazy. Yeah. So it really works. Gooch play really works. Yeah. And you got to be firm with it. Like right. as if you're fingering your dude, but it, there's no hole. Right. That's kind of what it's like. And I think that's like the thing too is I used to see that too. It was like a very kind of I think I think common like here's like an interesting thing to like yeah. spice up your blowjobs. <laughs> you know, press on the gooch or whatever. <laughs> press the gooch button. Press the gooch button. And I was always kind of scared to try it too. And I think for me it's because I was worried that they were going to think that I was Going, going for the butthole. Going for the butthole. Yes. Which obviously there are guys who love that, but there are certain guys who like the second you like get a little bit south of the balls are like, whoa, 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 That's whoa, my husband. Whoa. <laughs> so he does not like, he does not want anything near the butthole. No butt stuff. And okay. so I knew if I brought up like, hey, I'm going to try this thing, he would freak out about it. So, so you have to I just, just go for just it. For it. And, and he loved it. You Sometimes loved you just have to go it. for it. Yes. So yeah, let's talk about how your foreplay activity has changed from when you were younger and like kind of just getting sexual yeah to, like now is like a woman okay so i just put it in different categories in my head yeah. so before losing my virginity mm-hmm. i really was one of those people that's like i'm gonna wait till marriage okay. to lose my virginity um but then i was with my boyfriend in high school for two years which is like an eternity in high school years so i was oh, like well yeah. i'm probably gonna marry him anyway so we ended up having losing our virginity to each other but before then it was all like oral sex and like we would 69 and okay. we would do oral sex and we would uh dry hump all of the things that you could possibly do that weren't sex so like i could stay a virgin technically right, of course um so those were in a category that's like this is not sex and then once we had sex it was like we only have sex. We don't do the things that we did before. It was like you were only doing them because you couldn't have sex yes. and not because they were actually part of like the whole sexual experience. Exactly. Wow. And so for a long time, I just like went straight to the sex because I, I thought even when I we broke up inevitably and um, I ended up you know dating other people, yeah. I just went straight for sex because I was like, oh, that that's like children's stuff. Oh. I really didn't have the full experience till like my mid twenties. Yeah. Of like. Oh, you can combine them. Yeah. And like, this is actually this way is so better. much better. I had a very similar experience because, um, and not to knock my parents' parenting skills, but they very much didn't talk to me about sex. Yeah. It was not an open thing in my household. I went to private Catholic school from ages okay. three to 18. Whoa. Preschool all the way through graduating high school. Oh my, is it an all girls school too? It was not all girls. Okay. Um, at that point, they had like just stopped kind of doing that. Okay. Um, there were like a few, a few private schools that were, like were girl and boy, and then they kind of mi- they like mixed them. Mm. Um, so I like just beat that. So there were guys and stuff like that, and obviously kids were still having sex. It was still high school, and it was Miami. But okay. like, um, yeah, it just wasn't talked about um, at all. So for a long time, the same thing for me. I just once I started having sex, I was like, this is what a guy wants. Mm -hmm. And this is, I think what I want. Yeah. Because nobody had ever kind of taught me differently. And I have like this very vivid memory of one of the first times I, so I also lost my virginity to a guy. We were together for, I think like a year and a half and he lost his as well. Mm -hmm. Um, but one of the first guys that I had like casual sex with and it didn't work. The foreplay? The sex. going right into the sex. He couldn't, because he couldn't stick it in because I wasn't, like, wet at all. Yeah. And because I, like, didn't understand that, like, that's a process sometimes. It makes a huge difference. It makes a huge difference, especially being, like, young. Like, there's, like, times now where, like, I'm just, like, ready to go. And Mm. that's because I'm, like, so turned on by my partner or whatever. But, like, 
especially being like young and innocent and nervous and like not having a lot of casual sex. Yeah. I was like, uh, yeah, I think I'm ready. Stick it in. And it like, I wasn't, my body wasn't ready. Yeah. And like it didn't, he literally could not get it in. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> Jesus. Like, I look back and I'm like, man, a little bit of foreplay would have been, would have been real helpful. In that That's situation. so true because it took me like three separate times to, to lose my virginity with the same guy. But like, we kind of do it three separate times because it would not go in yeah. the first couple of times. And it was because, <laughs> it, probably because of that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, definitely because we were virgins and yeah. we were smaller, I mm-hmm. guess. But like, not smaller, but like, sm- you know what I mean? Yeah, we just not used to having something, something huge in go there. in there. Exactly. And yeah, but I think probably also because we didn't have any foreplay. Yeah. So we weren't actually probably very turned on. The other thing is, and I don't know if it's like this for you, but I was really like... Not, I guess, more nervous um, when a guy that I was just getting to know, but I was like, we were down to have sex, but when he would try to, sometimes they would try to do foreplay, but I would like kind of get really self-conscious and like not really be enjoying it. Like, especially if it takes a while to like learn a specific vagina for a guy, right? of course. And so sometimes they just like go all crazy down there and I'm like, that's... Not for me. <laughs> so that actually like turned me off more than it turned me on. Right. Um. So like a dog I, lapping a puddle. It's like yeah, this is not, like, not uh, very good. <laughs> How will you come back up here, buddy? Um, yeah. So I feel like once I found out like nipples could be used, yeah, like absolutely. that's actually really sensational. Um, I got a lot more comfortable with yeah. the idea of foreplay because I used to just like think foreplay is a Dude, not knowing what he's doing down there, going down there. Right. And I also hate fingers. I have really? a huge thing about like, yeah, I don't like fingering because um, I don't like the idea of what's under your fingernails or like even like a fingernail slightly cutting the inside. Like I just go crazy just, in my yeah. mind okay. and I just can't handle your anyone's fingers. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. It's so funny you say because I noticed the other day the guy I'm seeing has like the most, I haven't told him this yet. He has the most like immaculate fingernails yeah that I have ever seen on a guy that's hot they're like incredibly beautiful and like cut well <laughs> and I've never seen any dirt under them and like he just has really beautiful like hands and fingers that's really great and in my head I was like wow I'm really comfortable with those being inside me but yeah. I definitely <laughs> understand that because if I was dating a guy who happened to like not have good nail yeah hygiene and I saw dirt or something before I would definitely have that same thought. Yeah. Of like, that can't be safe for my vagina. Well, you know how, like, sometimes your nail gets jaggedy because, like, you, like, yes. kind of brush it on something? Right? Oh I'm my like, God. I just don't know. I just clenched my <laughs> vagina so hard. My vagina's just like, nope. I'm just ruining fingering for everyone. <laughs> um, but I, I totally get that because I was so self conscious about, and I, I, I've talked to a lot of women about this, about guys going down on me. I let, more self-conscious of that than sex. Yeah, yeah. It's like there's, and I think it just comes down to like, it's a vagina, like it's it's a vagina, you know, <laughs> and things come out of it and it's like, yeah, you're, you're very self-conscious and like, I feel like m- people are like mean in middle school and they're like, oh, that girl's like vagina smells. And oh, like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. There's like all those like things and you're like, then you're like, oh, just mine? Like, yeah. <laughs> am I cleaning it right? Am I doing this right? Is it shaved? Is it, is there, is there's like stubble? Like, there's yeah. so many things. So many things. To just make you so anxious about it that the idea of a guy's like face there mm-hmm. made me very anxious too. I was even really self-conscious for a long time about giving oral sex. Yeah. 
because I was so worried I was going to be bad at it that I just wouldn't. Oh. Yeah, so I was like a weird oral sex prude, even when I was having sex huh. with guys. I was such a nerd <laughs> that I Googled, and back then, okay, this is going to date me, but it was like, it was back in like the 90s, and uh-huh. Google was not good. Like, it was Terrible. like just coming out. There wasn't a lot of searches. Yeah. So first of all, I had Googled how to masturbate, and it only showed fingering for females. Really? It did not show anything about the clitoris. I had to learn how to that's masturbate terrible. from an online predator, but that's a different story. Oh <laughs> oh um, but I had I googled like how to give the perfect blowjob okay. because I wanted to be ready. Yeah, it was years before I gave an actual blowjob, but right. I was like wanted to be ready for when it happened. I love and that. And I would like practice. And okay, here's the steps in case you want to know. I, I would, lo- would love to know. And the guy, the first guy I gave a blowjob to, said that was the best blowjob he's ever gotten. But I mean, we were like 15, so, so maybe he had I, had one before. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, also had braces, so I was like really conscious <sighs> about like not letting those get in the way. Because that was the thing too. Guys used to be like, oh, use your teeth. Like guys were just mean and would yeah. say things and stuff, and you in your head. Okay, so I need to know these perfect okay, blowjob the, steps. Okay, here's according to Google ninety eight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So you first have to like get it a little warmed up with your hands. Okay. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Um. Then once when, when it starts like getting like a little bit hard Mm -hmm. then you start at the base of the shaft okay and you like lick on the side like really get it like super super wet like just as wet as freaking possible possible? and like your corn on the cobbing it you're like going like up up to the tip yeah but you don't put your mouth around the tip yet until it's all completely wet then you like tease the head by making your tongue go around it a little bit like swirl it Uh uh-huh before you finally put your mouth over the head and then you just like you then you just suck it I guess but <laughs> that's actually great advice yeah. and very similar to my go-to technique yeah yeah nice I always start low good job 99 Google I always start low work my way up yeah so, that, so that's actually pretty good I used to take um yeah my family so my, my mom was a little bit more lenient my parents were divorced but yeah. my mom was a little more lenient my dad was a lot more strict so I still felt like I had to be like careful about like the sex advice I was consuming. And I used to take um, clippings um, from sex advice from Cosmos from my yeah. friends and and fold them and <laughs> keep them and hide them in my bedroom. That's hilarious. Yeah, because Cosmo was kind of the go-to thing. Yeah. But not every kid, not every girl was like allowed to read them. No. Especially if you grew up like maybe religious or something like that. So I had my two best friends growing up in middle school were twins and their mom was super chill and like open, like a single mom and like kind of let them do whatever they wanted. And so I like have this very memory, this like very, very strong memory of like they had a big basket of magazines like in their bathroom, you know? Nice. And it's like, I don't know if like this is like accurate to you but like for some reason so many of my friends in the late 90s had like a basket full yes. of magazines yes in I was their the house friend. I was the friend yeah <laughs> and they would like stack way high yeah. if you look they'd go like years back yep. mm-hmm. and nobody ever wanted to throw them because away because we didn't have YouTube videos that like we could just learn how to do makeup from like That's immediately you like, had to like we, keep them yeah I had to learn all my hair tips and makeup tips like how to do an eye was only in one yes. edition but then how to do your lips was in another one and like nobody did brows so that no. was never an issue we definitely didn't that's I have pictures to prove that we yeah. did for sure but yeah I was very very self-conscious about foreplay and yeah. I think it's too because with sex especially young sex it is so much of just like one position mm-hmm. lights off and so you can be a little less self-conscious because you're just like okay this is happening now <laughs> versus like foreplay is so foreplay arguably is more intimate 
Do you ever, I don't know, when did you lose your virginity? 16. Okay, me too. So did you ever, because my dad was super strict. I wasn't even allowed to have like boys over at the house, like really. Um, So we would just like drive behind the Costco. (laughs) That's so funny you say that. That's where we had sex. I lost my virginity in a movie co-parking lot, which is like a a movie theater chain. I don't know if they have them here. They're big in Florida. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we lost it in the back of his Jeep in a movie co-parking lot. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. So you're just in a Costco? Yeah, well, it's in my toy. Toyota Celica, which is that. tiny, um, and the, yeah, behind a Costco in the parking lot, just like wherever there were no cars around. And then we would use like, you know, those reflectors to keep the sun out yes, of your car. Yes. So we would just like block the windows That's with those. That's actually a really great idea. Yeah. You can that, steal you that, could, guys. You, yeah, you could use that now. Yeah. That's an incredible idea for car sex. You don't have a place to sex. have sex. You just... Get her, those get her reflector on Amazon, up. one and day I had, shipping. I had pillows in my back seat, and my mom would be like, why are there pillows here? I'm like, because I want it to look like a couch. <laughs> wow. Wow. Did she buy that? <laughs> they were throw pillows. <laughs> I don't know. I think she was like wishful thinking, oh. maybe buying it. But I love that. Yeah, we. Uh, another weird place we used to have sex. I feel like you have sex in the weirdest places when you're young yep. because you can't go home. I didn't have sex in a bed for a long time. Yeah, no, that was <laughs> nice. We used to like rent shitty motels because we couldn't afford anything yes. like if we wanted an actual bed and that was a treat that was a big treat i uh we used to so he lived in a gated neighborhood and um there was this weird almost like a like a gazebo weird bus stop type thing it was like i guess you could like bring a picnic table and like have parties there mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah yeah I, i'm b- terrible explaining it but to, in my defense it's a weird thing yeah I, like if i looked at it now i'd be like what is that for but there was like lots of shrubbery and then there was one of those really big electrical units like those huge ones yeah, like yeah. the green ones with mm-hmm. the stickers on it and we used to have sex behind that all the time <laughs> oh my god we behind straight up like had unit. sex on a hiking trail once because like wow. we were like well this is the only chance we're gonna get <laughs> i look back and i'm like man we were so bold yeah i wouldn't have sex in half the places that I did when I was young. Never. But I guess we were just so, we had so many hormones. And yeah, we were like, just, and not enough places to have and sex. not enough places to have sex. Um, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll jump back in. Let's jump back in. Hello. <laughs> we are back. So how has foreplay changed changed for you in, in the sense of like, because for me, my sex, I talked about this on the podcast, my sex habits and my hooking up habits differ greatly when I'm dating someone mm-hmm. versus like, when we're exclusive versus when I'm like years in and very comfortable with them. Yeah. Does your foreplay habits change? Um, definitely. It's also, I mean, I'm married now, so it's like, okay, I got this one dick for the rest right. of my life. Yes. <laughs> um, and so it's, I think it's very easy for couples to stagnate if they've been together for a long time. But for us, our sex life is really great. And yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with the foreplay and like how we set it up. Cause sometimes we, well, most of the time we like to like, role play yeah, and like I'm a big um, fan of that as well. Yeah, and he's like dominant and I'm submissive and like it'll be like oh, we're at a party and like I passed out in the, one of the bedrooms and like my boyfriend's downstairs but some random dude comes in and he's yeah, like he's like, that. "Oh, you're not going anywhere." And like <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. Um so like that kind of foreplay is more like I'm going to do whatever I want to your body like he right. he does like all whatever he does and I'm like, "No," but really I'm like Okay, but like, don't tell my boyfriend. <laughs> and then, um, and then, then we have some days where we're like feeling really romantic. We're both like really romantic people yeah. at heart. So, 
sometimes I'm just like, I miss you. We haven't had sex in a week. And like, I just want to feel close again. And so those are more like, we'll set the mood lighting. We'll have candles going. It gets really like sensual. Yes. Breathing on the neck. Like very tender. Yes. And I love both. Me too. It's just like. It sets the tone for what kind of sex you want to have. Absolutely. So it's just like, it's just like, what story do you want to tell today? Yeah, I I agree. I think that for me, it's usually a little bit more, and I've talked about this before, and the person I had on was really shocked by this. It's usually more, I guess, for lack of a better word, plain. Mm-hmm. Um, when it's like a one night stand or somebody I'm seeing oh, casually yeah. and then I start to kind of like up it as I get comfortable with you and be like you know what would be fun that's like a big thing for me you know what would be fun and that's when I'll <laughs> kind of bring up like role play yeah. or like those like kind of very like dominant submissive roles and things like that or like uh, I have a friend who her and her boyfriend are open mm-hmm. and they have this really really fun a big thing for them is like they have learned I've talked about this so much because I'm so fascinated by it they have learned to harness the fun aspect of jealousy Mm. and like that kind of build up and that like feeling of like uneasiness but then like oh wait but he's mine I love that and so what they do and their like biggest form of foreplay is they'll go to a party or a bar and they watch each other Flirt, flirt with other people oh my god and it's this like huge form of foreplay for them because and this is another thing i say all the time um anxiety and excitement come from the exact same part of the brain mm-hmm. and it's conscious perception of which one you choose to feel totally so they've like harnessed that that like anxiety and excitement or whatever it is yeah that like kind of like it's a mix it's like an anxious energy but it's also kind of like exciting because you know you're gonna take them home and it's also kind of like hot to watch your partner be wanted by someone else and they've like harnessed that and they just like they let it build up to the point where they get like really jealous or not even jealous in like a an unhealthy way but just like in a I want to take you home because I'm watching this other person be wanted by you I see yeah and it's like this crazy build up for them over the night that like they let it get to a certain level of like very heavy flirtation and then they're like well I gotta go and then they like go at each other because they've been like watching them with someone else all night that's really cool that's a couple that's really tuned into like communication and Absolutely. what each other's needs are and they have like matching needs um we could never do that me and my <laughs> husband <laughs> I like would find that so annoying really <laughs> get super turned off by it and he's super territorial got it so like it would just be real jealousy and he'd just like be like angry. I brought it up to a friend of mine who's in a relationship and she said the same. She was like, he was like, well, my biggest issue would be I would be in my head about why she chose that specific guy. Like, is he like he's different than me? Does he have different hair? Why, why his hair's black? My hair's red. True. She wants to wear the black hair. Like, why did he or like the guy? Like, she'd be like, why did he choose her? Like, she's that's so interesting. Than me, I didn't like, even think of that part. Yeah, yeah totally. Like, I'd be like, that girl doesn't look like me. Right? Is that your why type? Choose her. Are you tired of me? And then like all of a sudden you're fighting. That's God. totally true. But it is. It's like it's like for that, and that's what's so beautiful to me about it is like this interesting notion of that like foreplay can be so different. Yeah. For the like it's completely different for the couple. Yeah. And like for you guys it's like can be like this fun role play. Mhm. Or whatever and then for some people it's like that and for some people it's just like a classic blowjob and I'm going yeah. down on you and well, then we're going to actually into when it. I was hooking up I would not do blowjobs. Like really? it's really I personally felt like oral sex was more intimate than um, regular sex and so yeah so I really was just like that's for if we're seriously dating 
only. Yeah. Plus, I just don't want to give a blowjob with a condom and then I'd be worried about herpes or right. something like spreading. And so I just didn't want to even bring that up. But um, yeah, because I always wear a condom when I was like hooking up with people. But there w- there wasn't the same type of floor- foreplay. I agree with you. It was more like the foreplay aspect was when we met at the bar or we were right. talking there, like the flirtation That's the foreplay that you don't yeah. know them that well. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then later when you're married, you pretend that you don't know them that well. <laughs> yes, my ex and I used to play this, do this super fun role play, really similar party role plays, man. They're so fun when you're yeah. dating someone where he would like at one point, we'd show up together obviously and then at one point he'd walk away and then he'd come back and he would introduce himself to me mm. and basically we would spend the entire night getting as to know if each we other. had just met and getting to know I each love other. That. Literally, we one time, and this is like, I feel very proud of this. We took it like over three hours long. Nice. Didn't break character. <laughs> and it got to the point where he was like, So do you want to like come back to my place? And <laughs> like, it was wow. this whole thing and like this buildup in the car. Yeah. And it, it, we had done it for so long, so many hours that it started to feel real. Like the car ride there was almost awkward. Yeah. Because we we're like, <laughs> I was going to ask you, like, did it, did you trick yourself? Yeah, we absolutely did. The car ride was a little bit awkward, but it was also very sexual. And then, like, the sex was almost felt new. Yeah. Because we were kind of, like, acting like it's, like, we'd been together for years at this point. So he knew my body very well. But it was almost like he wasn't, like, doing things I didn't like, but it just, like, felt like we were kind of relearning yeah. the things that we liked like about the, each other. using that awkward energy exactly. of the, like, I don't know if this is okay know, with this you. Is right, exactly. <laughs> and so it ended up being, like, a three-hour-long foreplay. I love that. <laughs> so fun. That's a foreplay I can get behind, yeah, for sure. That was super fun. I don't know if I could take it that long again. I think I might have been, like, drunk or something. Yeah. Like, three hours is a long time it to not break time. character. <laughs> but it was very fun, and it definitely, yeah. Um, I also, it's interesting that you brought up nipple play. Yeah. Because I feel like for a a lot of people foreplay just equals fingering and going down on each other. Yeah. But there are so many, I mean, we're talking about it right now, but there are so many other things. Sensual spots. Sensual spots. Do you I know mean, about the, the happy Gucci trail? Ta- no. Okay, so the happy trail is like, and I don't know if it's like this for girls, it's, but it's definitely like this for guys. Okay. Um, so like if you go from the belly button up, through like through your neck, and then um, down like <gasps> dick, all the way to taint like that one line yeah that line is like super sensual so like kissing like the underneath part of the neck that like is part of that line yeah on the guy is like super sensual spot interesting Um, and then like yeah just everywhere that goes down I Uh, love that yeah I've never heard of that and I'm like okay I'm gonna try this those are the zones (laughs) that is amazing or like yeah nipples for example I was just talking to a friend and he was like yeah we were talking about g-spots yeah and how interesting it is that the guys is in their is in their anus and and whatever and all this weird stuff and he was like he was like yeah but i mean I, I forgot what we were talking about, but it ended up being like, well, you can come from your G-spot. And I was like, well, you can come from other places. He's like, yeah, of course, I know, your clit. And I'm like, no, like, I know girls who can come from, like, vigorous nipple play. Really? Who can actually fully orgasm. Wow. Yeah. I Have you ever dream came in, came in your dream? I have, but it took me... As, I, I didn't have, I guess, a wet dream until uh-huh. I was an adult. It was, like, recently. Okay. It was in the past few years. Okay. I had my first yeah. one. And it was like, yeah, that that goes back to it. It's like yeah. you're literally coming, yeah, and without you're not any nothing, stimulation, no stimulation Mm-mm. whatsoever. And it's crazy to me that it's so 
in your head. Yeah. That and you can do that. Dude, We're so like, powerful. Like mine weren't even people sometimes. It was like I had a dream. I was stuck on like a tree, but I was like straddling this tree. And like if I fell into the waterfall, then I would die. And I like was like, so I had to like straddle this tree and I was like kind of humping, humping this tree. the tree. It's yeah. so cool. Oh my and God, I so orgasm from that. That's so crazy because like, mine are the same way. I'm just like rubbing against something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not even people. It's not people. Which is interesting too because when I masturbate, I don't necessarily need to be thinking about a person, mm. which I think is maybe, I don't know if that's more of a female thing. Like, I feel like guys kind of need, like, a, oh, a visual. I'm opposite. I'm very much just like, okay, I just am. feeling? I am going to orgasm now. Like, or, like wow. I am, I am going to, like, now is the now is sexual time for me. And it's not necessarily, like, I'm, like, I don't necessarily need to have porn on or be, like, thinking about a specific guy just or be thinking the way about it sex. Feels. It's all just the way it feels. Huh. So it's funny that you can... Yeah, that's so much in your head. Yeah. But yeah, I had my first wet dream and I like woke up mid-orgasm and I was like, this is wild. Yeah. This is crazy that you can do that. Super Yeah, crazy. I knew that girl who could literally come from nipple play. And I have orgasmed before from just being touched on the outside of my underwear. Huh. Yeah. I guess I have <laughs> too because I used to come from dry humping. So Yeah, right? Yeah. That's like a pretty common thing, especially when you're really young. Yeah. And you're like still kind of like figuring out you maybe haven't had sex hormones yet. Hormones are high. Hormones are super high. So like the little bit of stimulation is exactly. like all you need. I had a friend who was like practicing kissing with her f- girl, friend that was a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, she's identifies as straight now. But I think we've all kind of like had, you know, when you're young and you're mostly around girls and you have those feelings, sometimes they just like latch on to other girls. Even yeah. if you don't necessarily end up becoming like queer at all. And her first orgasm, she was making out with this girl. They were, like, practicing. They weren't even, like, fully making out. They were, like, practicing. And she orgasmed. Wow. Yeah. Just for making out? Yeah. Whoa. I think they might have been, like, she might have been straddling her, but I don't think they were necessarily even, like, dry humping. Wow. But I think it was just, like, that build up. Mm -hmm. And then it, like, exploded. Totally. But it's just crazy that you can do that. And I think that I... One thing I love about that, and I've become more as an adult, like we talked about when you're younger, you don't like necessarily want to ask for certain things, whatever. But I have come to the place now where it's like really good foreplay for me. I want to come. Yeah. Like I like to have already came once. Totally before sex. Before sex. Yes. It's actually pretty way important better. to me. Yeah. And you do have multiple orgasms. Yes. With that way. We talked about this when I yeah. was on yours. And it was like, it, it like blew my mind because I never said it out loud, but it's like, I do come so much easier and so much better mm-hmm. if I've already come from foreplay. Steve, uh, my husband, calls it dick drunk. Like he, <laughs> he like makes me come before we have sex, and then like I come way easier when we're having sex, and then he like I get in this trance almost where yes. like he can have sex with me again and again because I'm right. like, dick drunk. Right, and yeah. like it's like almost anything they do, any position is gonna get you off at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like whatever you want. I don't yeah. have my body anymore. It's it yours. is genuinely so much better. Yeah. To to have. To have come first. So much better. And I don't know if guys, and it's like, I don't know if guys necessarily, a lot of guys necessarily know that. I think we talked about this on your podcast as well in the sense that like, I feel like guys who are in long-term relationships and are maybe more serial monogamous are better at sex. Totally. Because 
it's hard to get to know they're honing their skills exactly it's yeah. hard to get to know a body when you're having one night stands a lot because mm-hmm. like we've been talking about this whole podcast you don't necessarily you aren't as comfortable asking for certain things or doing certain things yeah and so you just don't get to like you don't get as comfortable with the vagina and you I don't get like. feedback i feel like i wouldn't give that person feedback if they never. were bad i would be like well i'm never seeing them again exactly so. or like i'm not invested in you so like i don't care to like have this awkward kind yeah. of awkward conversation so i'm just like not going to um so i feel like a lot of guys need to know <laughs> that make her come first yeah it's like first of all there's no there's usually i don't know it's a situation but there's usually no rush Mm-mm. so it's like and that's the thing too it's like it doesn't need you don't need to jump right into it um i think that like i definitely want to touch on like what are some tips that we can give to for- people about to foreplay? foreplay and a big the one for me is like take your time yeah if you can make her come first it's going to be so much better. It's like, and I feel like there's a lot of guys who I've talked to who are like, oh, well, I'll be going down on a girl and it's been 10 minutes and she hasn't come and I get like, I get sad. <laughs> Not sad. <laughs> sad is a strong word. Yeah. But I get like discouraged. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, this isn't going to happen. Let's just go to sex. Mm-hmm. So take your time. Take your time. And also, this is exactly why I didn't like foreplay before was I felt so pressured. Yeah. Because I didn't want the guy to think he was doing a bad job. Yes, so absolutely. I wouldn't communicate. And I also like, because I was too nervous to like make him feel bad or whatever. And I would just like either end up faking it or just be like, hey, I just like sex more than this. Yeah. Like, let's just do this. this. Yeah. It's I've done you. that too. I'm just like, come yeah. up, come up. And it's like. That's fine. That's like hot, whatever. But like, maybe I wasn't fully ready for him to actually come up yet. Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you do that thing where you almost feel bad. Yeah, I feel bad for for him. So I, I guess I would let everyone out there know that <sighs> everyone is like, sex is such a vulnerable thing for both parties. Yeah, you know. So, um, if she's doesn't if she doesn't come in ten minutes, that has nothing to do with you. No. And also, if you're a girl and you haven't come in ten minutes, it has nothing to do with you. Right. It's just like. It just takes a little time. It's bodies. Yeah. Exactly. And I think, too, it's like, don't be afraid to ask for something that you know you like. Yeah. That isn't necessarily, that might, like, deviate away from the norm. Yeah. Because for a while, I had a really hard time. I And I still sometimes to this day have a hard time asking for what I want. Mm. Um, I don't know exactly where that comes from. I'm sure a lot of it has to do with like I want society. Yeah, society, yeah. and I want to like make sure like the guy is okay, or maybe I'm just like not as like I'm I'm quite submissive as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like if I had been like, oh, move your tongue a little, two inches up, yeah. or like let's focus on the nipples, or like whatever, whatever it is. Yeah, it's like communication. That communication is the, I think the biggest thing too. I mean, in sex in general, but like like we've been talking about foreplay is so so important and also kind of so overlooked and like a little bit more complicated yeah like sex there's all these different positions but like it's a penis and a vagina yeah. at the end of the day and there again there's different techniques there's different positions but like foreplay is so broad mm-hmm. that like communication is so important in that because god i mean even with guys i have noticed i can take like the last let's say four guys that i've slept with over the past few years or whatever and the things that they liked during foreplay were all completely, completely different different I also think I'm weird in the fact that, like, um, I have a lot of things that can turn me off. Okay. Like, I think it, I talked about the fingernails earlier. Right, yes. Um, and so, like, I really have to be clear to the guy what's what turns me off yeah. so that he doesn't do it. Um, and I think that communication came later because before I would just, like, kind of sit through the things that were turning me off yeah. and just, like, have sex out of guilt because yes. I already led him this far. Um, but I really hate drool. 
really hate it. Like a lot of people love it. Yeah. I don't care about my own drool on someone's dick. Like they seem to like it. Okay. But like you don't I don't drool. like like when if they're going down on me and I feel any sort of like drool drip? like drip yeah. down to the crack. Yes. I immediately like ha- I have it. to like get out of it because it's gross. It's so gross to me. I can't play Chubby Bunny. That stupid game. <laughs> like it makes me gag. I don't like like drool out of any bodily fluid. Is I not don't know for you. what it is. Maybe the consistency of it, but yeah, it really turns me off. Um, and then, oh yeah, there was like a guy I used to like nibble on one of my boyfriend's earlobes okay. as part of foreplay, which he really liked. Yes. So he tried to do it back to me the first time, and he like was super slobbery Ugh. about it. Oh, and that's made my stomach turn. Like, yeah, it's just like a wet willy, and that really just oh, it was really hard for me to continue. And then um, I also had another boyfriend who I think he saw this in a porno probably. Okay. But he like did the thing where like as he was going down on me, he went onto my vagina and I was like, why did you do that? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Some people love that. Yeah. But it was not talked about beforehand, and, like, <laughs> I really hated it. You hated it. It so, instantly took you out of the moment. Yes. It instantly took me out. Yeah. Um, so that's a huge turnoff. Uh, uh, like, a, like this one guy, like, really liked biting my lip, like, biting it hard. hard. Yeah. And it, that was a huge turnoff. Wow. <laughs> like, any sort of actual pain yeah. is, like, a huge turnoff. I also feel like, and, and again, this is different for every woman, but I feel like in the beginning, and especially in foreplay, and I like it pretty yeah. rough. I, yeah. I can go as far as saying that I like it, like, sh- shockingly rough. Mm-hmm. But in the very beginning... It's like I want to be eased into it a yeah. little bit. Like I've had guys before, and especially when I was younger, where they're just like finger blasting yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, no. You no. already don't like fingers, <laughs> yeah. so that's terrible for you. I'm okay with fingers, but like there are certain times, certain techniques, if you're too hard on it, and I'm like, this isn't fun. It just is. Yeah. It's just in there. You're not doing anything. You're just shoving your fingers in there. Mm-hmm. So I think that too, it's like it's okay to ease into it. Yeah. And I think sometimes guys get a little overexcited. He gets excited. <laughs> like, even now, uh, my husband, he knows me really well. Yes. He's very good at oral sex. But when he can tell that I'm, like, really enjoying it, like, it just got to that part where, like, it's building. Yes. He starts getting really excited. And sometimes he goes super aggressive. And I'm like, no, keep it. It was so good. It was so good. Yeah. So <laughs> but he's just like, oh, if she likes that, she'll like it ten times harder. <laughs> that is such a yeah. guy mentality. If yeah. she likes it like this, she'll like it ten times harder. It's like, no, it's yeah. fine the way it was. Yeah. And those things are hard to say sometimes they to are. someone. Especially like, in the moment. I'm like, oh, yeah. it was really good what you were doing before. Go back to that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. That's good. That's good. Okay. That's and good. it's nice when you're dating someone, you can be like, go back to that. Yeah. <laughs> That's always really nice. Um, but yeah, so I think definitely easing into it is a big thing for me too. Yeah. It's like, take your time, ease into it. It's fine. And communicate. Those are probably like my biggest. Yeah, huge. And also like the other areas you were talking about, like nipples, uh, necks are yeah, really Yeah, don't big. be afraid to like try things. Yeah. And again, I think if you have healthy communication if it doesn't work it doesn't work it doesn't work and then you know right okay that doesn't work but like i love the idea of like you said like let's see how this feels here yeah and let's see how that feels i know a girl whose like favorite uh foreplay is anal really yeah so wait wait she she can't come from it but she still likes the feeling huh so it's like part of her they go from that hole to the other hole yeah wow Well, they put on a condom in between okay yeah (laughs) Wow. I know. That's that's intense. Very intense. <laughs> I feel like it, when you talk about building up, I feel like that that's probably the ending <laughs> yeah, for right? most people. Yeah. But good for her to each their own. Um, I also, uh, so uh, like we, I've never used a condom with 
like boyfriend boyfriends after right. getting tested and doing right, a, of course. And I you know you're the only one that you're. Thinking. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't like using them. I don't know a lot of people that love using I condoms. Don't, I don't, don't either. I'm not one of them. <laughs> yeah, and I used to be on the pill, and so it was totally fine. Um, but then when I got off the pill, um, last year at the beginning of last year, it was really weird because there's so I'm using an ovulation app to not get pregnant. So like it tells you when you're most fertile. Okay. And then we have to use a condom during those times. Okay. And at first we were just both like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. But now, um, like after a while, I started, it started playing into the foreplay wow. of like, oh, I'm hooking up with a stranger. Cause Ooh. I would never use it on my husband. It's so funny because you know? now I'm imagining like the guy I'm seeing and I'm like, we don't use condoms either, and I'm imagining yeah. him like reaching over into a drawer and getting one, and it sounds kind of hot. It is, yeah. <laughs> and then like since it feels different than his dick, which yeah. I was used to for a long, long, long time, um, like it's like yeah, oh, I'm actually like hooking up with wow. a stranger. <laughs> you know what? I feel like for like those party foreplays where you're like pretending to be somebody you don't know, yeah. you should for sure use a condom if Definitely. you're not. That's like another like layer Level. of it yeah. where you're like really getting into character. <laughs> like have condoms in your drawer just for the moments where you're like pretending to be strangers. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm in general though, yeah, I'm not a I'm not a huge condom fan. Also going back quickly to butt stuff. Yeah. We I said earlier I was like it's fine to try stuff and I do think that you should for the most part Maybe ask yeah. first, but like sometimes yeah, ask someone before you stick your dick in the butt. Butt, butt stuff is definitely one thing. There are certain things where if you're like, oh, I'm just gonna try to like do this and kiss her here, you don't necessarily need to be like, is this okay in between everything you do? Butt stuff. Yeah, I'm putting out a ask. PSA. Ask first. That's a great I, PSA. I've never ever had a guy try to like stick it in without asking. Yeah, but I've definitely had guys like try to slip a finger in without asking. Oh. I think they just think it's like not a big deal. Yeah, and I'm like, well, how about I try it on you? Exactly, and then you can tell me it's not a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In high school, before losing my virginity, I did try anal because I thought that was not losing your virginity. Right, Right. it's not the Um, the hole that a baby comes out of, so it's not a sin. No, it's not a sin. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it was. It immediately stopped because I did not enjoy it. Yeah, but um, yeah. There were like some buildups to that where um, he would like we'd be making out and he would like start like putting his finger in there, mm, testing the waters. Yeah, testing the waters. <laughs> and I thought it was cool before having sex, but now that I've had sex, I don't. I don't. I don't think I like. It's I don't think I good. like it. I I will do it if if the person I'm seeing really wants to. Yeah, and it's. This thing, I was just actually giving like advice to a girlfriend on it, and I was like, the first thirty seconds, and I was like, I'm trying to be as honest with her as possible. The first thirty seconds of anal is the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. It's like the worst. Like there, that whole thirty seconds, you're gonna be thinking, this cannot go any further. Yeah, this needs to stop right now. That if I never can, made it past thirty seconds. So if you can get past thirty <laughs> seconds, nope. it's actually not that bad. Mm. I could absolutely never orgasm from it. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, I can, I can. And I'm not even, like, dealing with it. It's like, this isn't too bad. Yeah, a lot of my friends love it. Yeah. Like, they prefer it. See, I, I, I don't understand. I can't relate to that. Mm-hmm. Because I think for me, a big thing is, like, the payoff. Yeah. The orgasm. And if I know I can't orgasm a certain way, it's like, I can enjoy it. But I'm also, like, not it's super like into it. Yeah. yeah. And so I think for me, it's definitely more of, like, a for him thing. Mm-hmm. But I can do it. I can, I can tough it out. Okay. I can tough it out. But it, it's so interesting to me the way that anal plays into relationships. Yeah. Because you said some girl, some of your girlfriends love they it. They love it. And it's like, 
I am curious to know like how often they're doing it compared to normal sex. Like I feel like that's all they talk about, and they're always trying to convince like, me to do it. That's their version of sex. Yeah, but here's that's the crazy. thing. Another thing, uh, everyone's different, right? Of course. And um, I get turned on by like high stress situations for some reason, <laughs> like where I'm, but I'm submissive. I have no control over it. Okay, um, I love so, that. So right, like so usually it's like, oh no, I thought you were my boyfriend, but you're not, and right. I'm trying to get away, and like, yes, he's, like, I can't do anything. I'm not in control. Yes. So um. They're always like, you just gotta really relax, like relax your butthole, and then, <laughs> and then it's it's great. And I don't think I can relax during sex. Right, I that's like. not the kind of sex you want. No, I'm like, I want it to be like, oh no. It's so funny you say that because one of the biggest pieces of advice I gave her was smoke a lot of weed first. <laughs> yeah, it like really opens up your sphincter, <laughs> it, like does something where it like really relaxes your butthole. <laughs> Then don't you like feel everything times 10 with weed? I think it depends on the weed. Yeah. I don't know. There's some California weed that's so strong that I'm just like a zombie. Yeah. And like I'm just not, I'm just melted. That's that indica. And so it's like, yeah, put it in my butt, dude. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Certain strains make you want certain strains, it in your butt. Just, yeah. Certain strains make anal a lot easier. So, um, but yeah, anal as a form of foreplay was so interesting to me. And now hearing that it's like, the go-to for, yeah. for certain women because I know guys who prefer it. Really? And I think that's a little bit more normal. Maybe it's like it's tighter or whatever. Oh. Maybe they just like like doing it from behind. I don't know. Maybe they should possibly explore being with a man. I'm not saying yeah. they do like butt stuff but like I know guys that are like oh yeah like I gotta get it but it's more of a territorial thing like where they're like oh I like I need to like own that part of her. Wow. Right. It's but another then, hole I haven't yeah, dominated yet. Exactly. <laughs> but then once they've done it, they're, they're it's not like their go to. It's just like, okay, we did that. Right. Yeah. Well, we can do it on my birthday when every year yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah. on an anniversary. Um, we got on a real butthole tangent, but I loved it. <laughs> that was really interesting. Um, I think it's a good place to wrap up the episode. Cool. Love butthole tangent wrap ups. I, I love a good butthole tangent. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Check out Nikki and Steve's podcast, Shit They Don't Tell You. Um, and also, if you want to be on an episode, call 424. 424- 245-5102 or email wtgfypodcast at gmail.com leave me a voicemail leave me an email you can ask me a relationship question you can tell me a crazy story that involves buttholes you can give a piece of advice of foreplay that maybe we didn't cover whatever you want to talk about leave it there and maybe I'll read it on an episode thanks guys bye bye